Knives. Knives, knives, knives. Yes, that's me. This is Doggo Running, and I am starting my own podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing this. Please share this with as many people as you possibly can. My podcast is where I'm going to be giving you updates about what's going on with myself, what's going on with my uh, <clears throat> knife collection, and also how you can contact me. All right. If you are part of my podcast, if you share my podcast, I give all kinds of advice on how to set up your your uh, <clears throat> collection, how to not regret getting those knives that just don't make you feel very good. And this is free. I just enjoy talking about knives and sharing. And what I do, what do I get from it? I learn what you guys like. All right. This is where I get all my ideas for my videos. This is where I get, this is where I decide which knives I like. Honestly, I find this Tony Bowes series, not Tony Bowes series of knives that we're going to talk about today was introduced to me by one of my subscribers. Yes, he actually sold me one of the millennial editions, all right, for an incredible price. He guaranteed that I would like it. I tell you what, absolutely beautiful. This is before they were really well known. This is when in 2000, Tony Bowes is a custom knife maker, makes some of the just most incredible traditional type knives usually with stag and or bone handles he's got his own twist to him too his own designs and he uh, he's just an incredible guy i've talked to him on a personal level um, i've asked to see what knife is in his pocket and he actually just pulled out two of them and just you know i'm popping them open i mean it was just amazing and yeah the ones that are in his pocket uh, the walk and talk is incredible, and you could tell that he fine-tuned those two to his liking. It's it's just amazing the skill level and the artistry that is still within the borders of the United States. This is heritage that we cannot lose. So today we're going to be talking about the Millennial Edition and how many were made. So the Millennial Edition is a slimline trapper, all right? And it was started in 1999, and it was made with chess nut brown jigged bone all right and th those are the scales okay that's that's not the metal or the material that holds the knife together so if you can imagine it's a deep red rich in color it's it's a color that you can look at for an awful long time and you try to pinpoint uh the hues and how they dyed it and it has a like a brown tint to it nice and creamy just a beautiful color they did an incredible job and the way that case jigs their bone is absolutely incredible it's it's not rough it's it's just perfect it's 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 beyond how they used to do it all right because it already has a semi-worn look because it's just they polish up the knives really nice so something that i just really like i love their jig bone I actually prefer it to their stag because when it comes to stag, you can get some incredible knives. You really can. But honestly, stag can crack. I know it, it, it can be, and it's not, it's not the fault of the material. It is, I, I tell you honest, it's the manufacturing process or the lack of customization. Bone is just a more... Uh, just a, it, I, over the time, I've just seen it last better than any other material. I don't care if it's plastic or Delrin or any type of material. You can go through any of your knife collections, right? And your bone handles, even if they do have a crack, it, it's not that big of an issue because you have all these small capillaries 
and it just makes bone just so incredibly strong. I thought ivory would be even better, but ivory is actually incredibly brittle compared to the bone handles, uh, <clears throat> which come from calf bone. All right. And then we have some companies that go to primitive bone, which is calf bone that was possibly from uh, older animals that have been buried over time. Uh, Great Eastern Cutlery Company did uh, a run of those knives with some primitive bone, some real primitive bone. Uh, and I'll do a video on that also. Uh, <clears throat> we have some individuals on, on YouTube that have done fantastic videos on that. And I'd like to shout out and give them some credit for that. So always Google, always, always go to YouTube. Check out all the people that do knife videos, including my channel, Dog Go Running. Please subscribe uh, because we are all one community and that's how we learn from each other. All right. So another one of my favorite Tony Bowes knives, all right, is the Dogleg Jack. Dogleg Jack, if you can imagine, has a <clears throat> it has a large spear blade, okay? And this large spear blade is a blade that you could you could even use um to 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 put a little peanut butter on a sandwich. It's a very large blade. And then you have a smaller addition to that, a second blade which is about two and a half inches, maybe two inches long. The cutting edge is about two is two inches, um, and it's a spear blade that has this incredible wedge, which is on the opposite side of the blade. It is one of the most incredible complements or small blades on any knife that I have ever seen. Um, both of these have running half stops, flush in both uh, both positions. I'm going to let you listen to the walk and talk. Real nice, real nice. Here's that small blade. That's opening. Just beautiful. Um, the Tony Bow series on the walk and talk. Now, uh, ATS, they use ATS-34 for the entire knife. ATS-34 is very Springy. It's a very springy blade. It's, the, these blades, it, it's a very springy, it makes for a very springy spring. So if you can hear this when they close, it's less of a snap, but it's got some leftover sound to it. You hear that? Okay. Unlike a traditional older knife that possibly has some snap to it, let's let's listen to um maybe an old trapper western. How about that? More of a more of a slam shut. Okay. So it does have a little bit of a feel, and I know I'm really getting crazy with uh these knives here. But it does, when they close, it's not quite the feeling of the older knives. Why, I'm not too sure, but I can definitely feel a difference, okay? So just by closing these knives, these knives have a feeling all their own. Do I approve? Eh, I don't know. I, I do like the um, solidness of an older knife, even though the ATS-34 and the way these are put together um fit and finish wise tony bow series blows everything out of the water uh it's uh these these knives are damn near perfect the whittler uh 
the whittlers were the most amazing one of the most difficult knives to manufacture and they just did it flawlessly i have one in damascus blades and one in uh, the ats 34 so here's that western again we will be doing a, a small podcast on the Western knives. Western knives are some traditional hunting knives. These were grandpa's knives, just a smaller, it, it, it's not as a, a huge company like a Schrade or a Case. It's, a, it's more of a mid company. They did some wonderful hunting knives, but in my opinion, some of the best folders, very stout. So I hope, hope, I hope to get into that uh, probably next week. So uh, that's all we're going to talk about today. I hope you guys enjoyed this short chat over some coffee and uh, some Tony Bowes knives. Uh, check them out. Um, I have some videos on the Tony Bowes series. It's an older video. It's kind of fun to watch myself. I leave all my videos up, um, even the ones that I find a little bit embarrassing. And your comments are great. I love your comments. I even like the constructive criticism. And uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm always open to uh, advice. I prefer, though, uh, you know, let's chat. Let's talk. Uh, it is knives. Let's, get, let's not get too heated or, uh, you know, nutso about it. Uh, that has happened in the past with a few individuals. But, you know, it's – I understand people get passionate about their knife collection but i think it's more they get passionate about their knowledge like someone's questioning you know their belief or their uh their knowledge you know everybody has a different experience everybody uses knives in their own way um so i'm really uh i'm open-minded to anything i can see how people can collect chinese knives i can see how people can collect colored knives i can see how people can collect large knives locking knives um, it's all about what makes you happy. This is your hobby. And when it comes to collecting knives, you have so much to choose from. It's amazing. And uh, that's about it. All right. And next week, we're also going to be going over some hidden knives, some secret knives that nobody knows about, which are of incredible quality. We're talking knives that are made with ATS-34, knives that are equivalent to the Tony Bowes series knives, but people just don't know about them. And you can find these on eBay in the $70 range. And I'll be letting you guys know about that. So you definitely want to listen to that podcast. Because as for once that podcast hits and people listen to that, most likely those knives will be cleared off eBay rather quickly. All right, so take care and bye-bye.